Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Casual Film Critic. Uh, it's Peyton, Dylan, and Matthew here again, uh, and today we're joined by a very special guest, local Wilmington comic Harrison Friedman. What's going on, Harrison? Charmed. Happy to be here. Um, uh, you can follow me at Harrison Isn't Funny on Instagram. Uh, you can find me on Facebook at Harrison Friedman. You can find me on MySpace at uh, XXDeathcore uh, Takashi69. And, you know, uh, I'm just happy to be here. I'm happy to talk about today's movie, which is... Bird Box. Thanks for leading us into that. Yeah, we're talking about the Netflix, I would call it a phenomenon, uh, Bird Box. And just off the bat, uh, Dylan, what's, what's your take on it? It was underwhelming to say the least it was like a real corny movie real mom movie like matthew was saying it was just i don't know didn't feel like i was i was hearing a bunch of hype about it and then it didn't kind of like turn up to what i thought it would be yeah i think it was a part of the meme machine yeah dude i was about to say that i was like it's perfect meme material that like anyone can take this and make a parody oh and make a joke out of it too right this is a this is a comedic gold mine if anything yeah, and that's we feel like Harrison's a good one to bring in for Bird Box, uh, especially. I saw it with my mother actually, and she was, oh my god, it's so. And she liked the acting. She liked, oh, this is a great cast, but it's not. It's neither of them their best films. And you know, my mom's watched this. You know, what is it? Uh, who was in it? Who played the old older man? I forget his name. Oh my gosh. Uh, John Malkovich. John Malkovich. John Malkovich. Being John Malkovich yeah. is a better movie than Bird Box, obviously. Right. Hundred percent. Um. You know, Sandra Bullock's The Blind Side even is better. Sandra Bullock's Gravity is better than, uh, you know, a crazy white lady with a blindfold over her face. You know? <laughs> Sandra Bullock was amazing, though, in this film. That's the, I think she that's was good. Redeeming quality. She, I don't know if she's amazing. I feel like that's that's a bit much fate. Really? I, <laughs> yeah. I felt like she was amazing in the film. That's that ECU education, though. You know? She, uh, she went to, you know, ECU. And, she, and her acting uh, teacher told her she wasn't going to be much. That's the crazy thing. Like I read, I read like stories about this online, and I, cause I don't know who goes to ECU for acting. <laughs> you, ever, you guys ever go to Greenville? Nobody. Everyone actually go to. Greenville? I've been to Greenville, man. It's yeah. like a, you don't want to go. Uh, it's, it's not like a, a, It's like Kid Rock and uh, Mountain Dew uh, had a baby. Uh, and the baby yeah. had alcoholism. And the baby <laughs> had, had fetal alcohol syndrome. Um, All right. Well. Yeah, more about Bird Box. You know, what do you think they're exposing their eyes to, you guys? Uh, see, that's what I've been trying to think of. Because you see in the movie where uh, the crazy guy comes in. I'm trying to remember his name. Um, but he Gary. Has sketches. Gary. Uh, yeah. And all the sketches. Fuck Gary. Varied. Yeah. Fuck Gary. Yeah. 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 Fuck Gary. <laughs> but all his sketches varied so widely on like what these monsters look like. But you never even see one in the film. Like they're never actually portrayed. You just see his sketches of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you see like the wind going through the leaves every time it like passes. Right. Yeah. I and think. I think like what they said at the very beginning was that it's something that manifests itself like for your darkest fears. So like I don't think I think it's just like you see some crazy shit. Yeah, something you're scared okay. of. I guess that's probably fair. Um, Maybe he's scared of dark monsters from Stranger Things is what it looked like he drew on the paper. That's exactly what I thought, (laughs) too. I took it as, like, what they saw in their eyes, you know, when their eyes turn brown and Mm -hmm. spread, kind of, like, die. I thought that was them seeing it, and then you could actually, like, see the monster in their eyes a little bit. And, like, whatever that was was just, like... Like, they saw it as something differently. 
Okay. That's such a B B horror film like effect. Like the A little bit. They did it well, but they did it well, but it's such like it feels like low hanging fruit for like the eyes yeah. to, to uh-huh. make that weird change. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, no, I think I think Alfred Hitchcock is rolling in his grave because you could have more physical appearances to yourself like you could be like tearing out your hair you could be chattering you could mm-hmm. literally look like you're going insane true yeah it's, yeah there was like, just like that same like stale blank face that like do you know what would be beautiful if i saw or this would be crazy but like they would like rip off their all clothes and they're like i am pure i am one with god and then they like jump in front of a bus <laughs> you know yeah that's what happens every time i watch info wars actually yeah <laughs> Great content. I love InfoWars. I'm glad I have someone else. The globalists are the enemy. <laughs> Who can appreciate how comedic that is? They're turning the frogs gay. Why my dick pills on QVC? <laughs> He's intense, man. But uh, no, I, I don't believe in conspiracy theories and shit like that. Or they're like, oh, you know, what could uh. You know, like, what could happen? Or does, you know, who controls the media? Or uh, who faked the moon landing? I have $12 in my bank account. I don't need to focus on that shit, okay? So, you touched on this, Dylan. You call it a mom movie. Yeah. Uh, I think that's pretty indisputable. It's definitely made for, like... And that's what I'm curious about. Was Netflix realizing, like, hey, there's this whole segment of our audience that is underserved? And they were like, who can we get to show these? And they're like, oh, Sandra Bullock. Obviously, Sandra yeah. Bullock. Because um, every mom <laughs> loves with Sandra the blind side. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that was too much. You know, I don't, I don't want to speak for like, the white person, but like, I talked to a lot of black comics, and they hate that fucking movie because it's like some white savior bullshit. Yeah, I can totally to where you can be like, oh, he runs fast and he can do sports? Yeah. Come into my house. Yeah. That's right. all we think about. That's all we kind of utilize, like, I wish there was a version of The Blind Side where it was like a black stand-up comedian. Like, like it's just like 10-year-old black kid that's like, holy shit, you're funny. Do you want to live with us? Like, there's none of that. It's always about sports with us. It's yeah. always about, and I think it's stupid. Yeah. But, uh, you know, um, I liked Bird Box in terms of like, uh, it's, a, it's a critically acclaimed mass film. People can talk about it. It's a good bullshit conversation starter. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that brings me to my point is that I feel like what you were saying with how it like, they could have made it more intense, like scratching their faces or pulling their hair out. I think it was Netflix trying to get a quick grab out, like while these types of films are like hot. You have like Get Out last year. You have Jordan Peele's coming up with another one. And I think that they were trying to get like their hands in on that. And it's called they, Us, by the way. Yeah, the it does look good. Um, and it feels like they're just trying to get their hands out and like more of like a, a mainstream marketplace to me. Yeah, like, Netflix is for sure becoming a lot more commercialized. Like, yeah. If you look at, I was genuinely surprised last week when I saw Avengers was on there, Star Wars was on there, all the Indiana Jones movies, like top quality movies that I would never expect to be on Netflix are now on Netflix. And they're also, this is a side note, but they're also raising the prices for Netflix. So they're trying to like totally expand and dominate like this whole market. Do you feel like that says anything about their content? Like their um, original content? Uh, Yeah, I think back when their original content came out at first, like it was um, like some of the first things I can think of would be uh, what was Bandersnatch? Black Mirror. Black, like Black Mirror was one of their first ones, yeah. and there was the I ranch. can't really remember. No, I'm not was thinking of shows. I'm thinking more of movies. movies. But they, they made some quality movies that people were like, "Yeah, this is like this is big." Oh, yeah. and they made some teen films that got some traction. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And it was so well written. I remember that being a conversation that Netflix was hiring the best writers out of like. Um, 
like those networks, they were hiring the best network writers because they could pay them more at the time. Right. Um, so they were creating like very well written content. Um, I think they were a little bit more sharp. Yeah. You know what I mean? They kind of cut away a lot of fat, whereas now they're they're kind of a little bit more broad in the spectrum of things that they're covering. Like like what we said earlier, where they're trying to cover this market of like just moms. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. that's not something that I feel like old Netflix would ever even think of. Yeah. Yeah. I think when Netflix is actually uh, getting a, a higher market on uh, co- uh, stand-up as well, because uh, you know you see, I saw the I saw the degenerates. They yeah. they're running all these stand-up specials. Nobody's doing anything with Comedy Central anymore. Dude, Comedy Central is so fucking controlling. You have no idea. Uh, shout out Comedy Central. Please hire me. Um, <laughs> I'm a great, funny, lovable, family-friendly comedian. Uh, I'm a nice Jewish boy, which means I'm a beta male. Uh, Anyways, but no, uh, all seriousness, look at the stand-ups that they have in terms of, yeah. like, there's, like, episode series where there's, like, they're doing, like, 20 minutes or so. And they're it's, doing, like... It's, like, stand-up around the world, right? Yeah. They're or the comedians stand-up. around the world. And yeah. it's, like, literally, like, just seasons or episode series. They're getting so many people. We're all going for Netflix. Because there's a little censorship. There's, you know, there you can literally come up with your own sketches. They want your ideas that way. It's so much free creative range. They they also pay more than any network. Yeah, how yeah. much did Dave Chappelle make for his two specials? Like, was it thirty Probably million something? A lot of money, Because he, he talked talks about, about it. Dude, yeah, dude about Dave it. Dave Chappelle is like he is like he doesn't have fuck you money. He has like uh, I can. I could, I could rape six people money, you know? Like, I know that's like, R- if you have R. Kelly money, R. Kelly's not in jail. <laughs> you're rich. R. Kelly is rich as hell, okay? That is, you're literally rich as the devil. That's like that, that, that expression, rich as hell, you know? Yeah. But, uh, and now it, it just, it depends. You know, Louis C.K. lost like 36 million or 35 million. And he said, yeah. R- did you listen to his? Yeah, of yeah. course, everyone yeah. talks about his bootleg thing and, yeah. You know, that's why people don't want recording in comedy club and things like that or keep it there. That's what the purists say, but personally, I want my jokes heard. That's well, who I am. Well, what's the bootleg thing? I haven't heard about that. Oh. Somebody, so he did a set, was it in Las Vegas? No, it wasn't. It was in New York. It was an open mic in New York. Yeah. He just goes up to, like, show new material. He's working on getting his shit together again. Um, and somebody recorded his whole set. It was, like, a 45-minute-hour set. Right. Uh, and put it on YouTube. And, like, in there, he's got bits that he's obviously polishing. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not there yet. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so they don't sound good, and when he says them, like, everyone kind of, like... Right. Yeah. He's catching flack for it. Yeah. And so, for them to put out, like, his very raw, like, working on the process... It hurts his image. It hurt his image a lot, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's interesting, actually. Um, I was going to ask you, Harrison, have you seen, like, what's your favorite comedian on Netflix right now. Right now. Um, I'm a big fan of Theo Vaughn, personally, which doesn't come to surprise. I mean, it comes to surprise. When it comes to surprise, to be honest, because this is some hillbilly kid with a mullet, and he's talking about, like, white privilege, and he's talking about the time he did cocaine in New York City before going on the Opie and Anthony show. Like, there's, it's just weird stories like that, and he's talking about, like, uh, doing yoga, and he's like, no one was doing yoga in the 1800s because that was called homosexuality. Like, you would just be, <laughs> like, like, if you saw that, you would, you know, have fucking burned them. You thought that was some witchcraft, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just honesty and it's just basic. It's funny. Yeah. That's what it is. It's not censored. When people, 
think about it, it was like, oh, he's saying things that are offensive or things saying that are like like brutal. No, this is just some basic thoughts of his that he finds funny and that other people find funny. That is literally the definition of stand-up comedy. It's some of these thoughts that are like, I'm tired of like these white dudes at UNCW coming up to me and say, yo, bro, I recognize you from Dead Pro, bro. Bro, you funny, bro. You like Joe Rogan, bro? Bro, you seen this podcast? You should smoke with Elon Musk, bro. Bro, you gotta see that podcast, bro. I'm tired of that. <laughs> I'm fucking tired of that. Yeah, a Pike dude came up to me last night, and uh, he asked me to name five brothers, and I could only name two, and uh, they were uh, Mario and Luigi, and uh, they didn't really like that. So now I'm here. I'm sorry I'm going on these little tangents. Yeah, no, it's... Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, I want to give a little plug-in, actually. Uh, you guys, can you follow my SoundCloud? It's at WhiteBoyGenocide. Um, also, uh, I'm performing Thursday night at Dead Crow Comedy. I'm hosting uh, Amateur Night. So please, come out and, uh, yeah, support live local comedy. And uh, I'm a big fan of comedy clubs, only for that they give people freedom of expression just to laugh. You know, I'm obviously I'm against hate speech. You can't just say ah, burn all the Jews because like that happened once and that didn't go well. You know? <laughs> yeah. So on the subject of comedy, like, what would you say the funniest part of Bird Box? Well, the funniest part of Bird Box. All right, all right, all right. There's a lot of funny parts, but like I liked how they try to go for this bullshit metaphor and like we can't let everyone in because I think it was a metaphor for immigration. I really do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the whole movie was no, 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 John no. Malkovich's John Malkovich's character, character. Oh, totally played yeah. this like fucking yeah, conservative. Yeah, like we could just stay here, and he's like some ignorant drunk. Mm-hmm. Like I love that that they just try to just keep enforcing this way of like, oh, don't let people in. They're gonna kill us. We can't let any more in. And he's got his shotgun, and he's just, I don't like what they were trying to go for. Mm-hmm. Is what I'm saying. Like with all these like bad character descriptions, I liked Lil Ray in it. Lil Ray Howray. He's a uh, he also has his own show on Fox. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he's actually really funny, and I liked his character a lot. His, na- his character's name was Charlie, I believe. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he's yeah, the yeah. guy yeah. that uh, yeah, that pushed in, and that was a pretty selfless character. And at least for a comic, to get that role means so much for his career down for the sure. line. Like, other other agents are going to look at that and be like, holy shit, this guy did a good role, this guy's a likable character, this guy's funny. Or, you know, it's Watch him sell out like Kevin Hart in like 10 years. Watch. Like, I don't want to say it, but like that's what's probably gonna happen. He's gonna get on major circuits. He's gonna do good nights. He's gonna sell shows like three nights out. It might happen. Who knows? But yeah, Good Nights does like three weekend shows now, where they're doing like Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Dead Crow only does Friday and Saturday, which I think they need to do some more things on Sunday. They gotta utilize it more. Uh, I'm trying to get some more things going on. If there is some open mics there, you know. Yeah, I got you. Um, see, with that character, uh, Charlie. Yeah. This is where I took kind of a problem with the writing and thought the writing of the film just was subpar, especially for as much talk as there was in this movie. Uh, as soon as a character accomplished whatever they were set to do yeah. in the plot, you knew they were going to die. Yeah. It's like, um, Charlie, he gets them to the grocery store. That was his entire, like, you know that's what he was going to do. Yeah, that's what the character was written the for. The character was written to do that, instantly dies. Um, and then the pre- other pregnant woman, she comes in to, like, serve as a foil to Sandra Bullock as, like, a, m- a very excited, expecting mother. Um, and then she has the baby, and <laughs> immediately she's dead. <laughs> uh, like, it was uh, very predictable. The old sense. woman, the mother nursing character, 
she finishes her like delivering the babies dead yeah. it's yeah. just yeah Gary causes a problem. Yeah, that killing spree that Gary did, that I think that was the clusterfuck of the movie that kind of yes, lost me. dude. It yeah. was like to me, I was like, when are all these people gonna start dying? Right? How do we get to like where we are later on in the film? And then that happened, and I was like, oh, oh thanks Hollywood, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wish they wouldn't have shown Sandra Bullock without the yeah. character Tom. Right. That way, yeah. you could see. Like, that would be way more impactful if you didn't see her flash forward, yes. no Tom. Once you see him come into her life and you see, like, they share this bond with the two children, you're like, so, like, obviously he's not there anymore. Yeah, it's like, like you know something's going Yeah, happen. she's the only one left with two kids, and she was pregnant with one kid. It's like, okay, so everyone else in this house dies. Got yeah. it. She was going to name the kid something else, but she didn't just named it the kid after her mother. Right? Or the, the, the girl she, after the her girl. mother. Yeah, she named her after. She wanted to name it like Jasmine, like after a Disney princess. Oh or something. yeah, or like yeah, Ariel. Yeah. Ariel. <laughs> yeah. Ariel. I was like, well, at least do her dying wish. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. Like, wow, no. way to be petty, a way to make it more pretentious. You know, just do what the lady asks. That's what I like to be. That's who I am. I mean, that goes back to like. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. That was subtle. That was good. <laughs> that goes back to the whole mother concept, like. That probably appeals to moms more. Like, oh, she's respecting another mother by giving that yeah. name back to yeah, that yeah. child. Okay. Yeah, like you, Peyton, I kind of did have a problem with um, some of the script writing. Yeah, and that's, I, I think that was like... It was the weakest link. Yeah, definitely. For sure. Very weak. Um, and I really wish they didn't do a whole like flashback, flash-forward thing. Because yeah. um, it did ruin... like. A lot of suspense. the rest of the you movie. You lost a lot. Yeah, of you did lose a lot of suspense. Like you could kind of cut out a lot of what happened. But I think part of the reason why they did it was like the whole trip down the river is such a short thing. You know what I mean? Like it's not even like if they showed it on its own, I don't think you would be able to pay attention to it. Yeah. Would you call this a horror film? Would I would you call, call this a thriller? Attempt at a horror film. You call it an attempt yeah, at a horror film. I think I think they were trying to go for too many underlying messages. It really just bothered me. And I was school for the blind of the deaf, the deaf yeah. and stuff like that. One of my super conservative friends was like, "Oh, it's just for liberals and the concept of reality. That's why they had to close their eyes and shit." And I was like, <laughs> "All right, Brett. You know, that's that's cool that you think that. You know, but you know what I, you know what I mean. Like, it's yeah. just super like, you know, open your eyes. Like, what were they exposing their eyes to? That's." Dude, it's a gold mine for us. Like yeah. in terms of any working comic to talk about that right now, there's got to be something new, like the Gillette ad. There's always something new that we have to talk about. There's got to be some shit that's gonna come up new this week, and yeah. like someone's got to masturbate in somebody's face, and then I'll be talking about it. You know, <laughs> I wouldn't want to whip out my dick in front of a girl. I'd rather rip out my credit score personally. You know. Okay. You know, Six oh five. Nice. I don't know what that means, but <laughs> if it's over six. It's just the gist. You know what I'm saying? It gets the job done. It gets the job done. Yeah, hey, man. You know, grower, shower, or, uh, you know, talking about my credit card here. Now, my, uh, tick, you know? But you're right. I, before I even saw this movie, I saw a skit about it on SNL. Yeah. Did Already. You? Yeah. It had something to do with Donald Trump's speech. They were like, put your blindfolds on and don't look. Mm-hmm. Okay. No matter what he says. On Reddit, like a week before, they were showing, like, all the different, like, a bunch of different subreddits were showing like oh yeah you can't hear like for a quiet place or like all these different don't talk and um right. all these different like things like they had to come full circle make it don't see 
with this movie. Yeah. And I saw that before I even had heard of the movie. I was like, I don't get this. Why is there Sandra Bullock with a blindfold? And all of a sudden, it's like some huge thing. It was good for actors of color for sure, but I'm tired of them like having to like get a black people die in a horror film. That's oh, why yeah. Us is gonna be better. That movie looks... Have you seen the commercials for it? Or the trailers? I haven't. I saw... I mean, I've seen a little bit, but I don't know what it's about. You know what I mean? Like, I've seen that it's a thing. Have you seen it, Peyton? Uh, I saw one trailer. Okay. Yeah. It looks... It looks good. So, I have a question for you guys. Do you think, like, this was a good premise, like, at the core? Like, they could have made this into a good movie if they, like, tweaked some stuff? I think yes. It's a good family movie. Like, I know this sounds weird, but if you have, like, a, you know, if you're with your kids in high school or something, it was like, hey, we, let's watch this together. I honestly don't think it's that bad. It's a good family film over if you're over the age of, like, 13, right? It's PG. Would you consider this movie PG-13? Yeah. Yeah. Consider this movie PG-13. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I'd say it was created to, like, be buzz and, like, if it does get people together to talk about this movie, obviously it does. Yeah. Um, it's not a bad thing. It's not like a film that I personally would choose to. Like, hey, what's a film you really like? I wouldn't say Bird Box. But uh, it does its job <laughs> as a family movie. It gets people together to talk and watch this movie. So, yeah. Top five films. Bandersnatch, Bird Box. Uh, what's the other? There's other ones. Like the, the Room. <laughs> the Room. Uh, my favorite gay porno, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, actually. Uh, and uh, American History XXL. Um, yeah, great films. Or, and Shaving Ryan's Privates. Uh, <laughs> one of my favorites. Uh, you know, I, if, one, if you guys ever seen Two Girls, One Cup, I would love for you guys to do a <laughs> series. <laughs> You just put it on the screen. I think you need a, like a like. I could get a female comedian for you guys. Shout out uh, Julia Desmond. Shout out Felice. Shout out Yovana, uh, Ali Coleman. Uh, that's all we have at Dead Crow. We don't have a lot of female comics, but I think you should have them and be like, oh, it's a surprise, and uh, then just show two girls one cup. I think that'd be really good for your audience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think we're still figuring out our audience. Well, you, what is what is your audience range? Is it just like white guys from the age eighteen to twenty four? Is that? It's whatever you want, Jimmy man. It's, <laughs> it's all of Tower Epsilon Five. Yeah. yeah, I think right now it's both genders under twenty five. Yeah. Yeah. All, all genders. Uh, and my mom. And Matthew's mom. <laughs> Matthew's mom. <laughs> My mom told me she wouldn't listen to it, so. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, shout out Deborah. Shout out Ken Friedman. Thank you for supporting my dreams, uh, because I don't. Anyways, no. Uh, but yeah, I uh, family. This is a family movie, and I watched this with my mother, and I had a great time watching it. I mean, I didn't think it was her best movie, obviously, but it's something you can watch with your family. You know, I can't really watch, uh, you know, uh, fucking. Magic Mike, you know, with, with my with my dad. I don't think it's uh it's gonna be a good time, you know. It'd be a good time <laughs> for like a third party. <laughs> <laughs> like I want you guys filming us watching Magic Mike, <laughs> but like back to back, Magic Mike One and Magic Mike X. Like, there's, there's two of them, right? Mm -hmm. There's got there's like two of them. Yeah, yeah, there is. So there was so much more money made from the movie from the box offices. They <laughs> made a second one, <laughs> like, like Paul Blart Mall Cop. People saw that. They're like, oh man, this is gonna suck. We have to see it. And then they made another one. <laughs> yeah. 
Zookeeper. Zookeeper yeah. 2. Zookeeper. Wait, they made a Zookeeper 2? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Uh, guys, check. guys, why are we watching Kevin James movies right now? I thought that's the whole reason I came over here. should be a thing. Because, like, this is, you know, we can always say, oh, this movie's terrible, this movie's terrible, but those movies were like, this is going to be so funny. That's what they think as soon as they sent those out. And it wasn't. It was just goofy. It was just low-hanging fruit. And we don't need that. We don't need that. We don't need that. We need to think. We at least at least this movie makes you think outside the box. It does. Okay. Yeah. It does. It, it makes you think out of the basis of nonconformity. But then again, now people think they're woke just because they read one Jordan Peterson book. So it is what it is. Uh, do you want me to review if this is a Lazau or uh, a Tony? You're not Tony. An Oscar. I really do think this uh, this movie. It doesn't get a Lysau. It gets an Oscar. I'd rather it get an Oscar. Because a Lysau is just a slap in the face. A Lysau is like... For me, a Lysau is like a bad attempt at comedy. You know? Yeah. It's like someone that thinks, Oh, what's the deal with immigrants? You know? Like, that's... Like, Blazing Saddles is a Lysau, in my opinion. You know? Or like, The Room. Or like, you know, any Adam Sandler movie. You know why there's alcohol... You know how... You know why there's alcohol in movie theaters? It's because Robert Schneider got big. That's why... <laughs> Um, anyways, you know, happy, uh, to give this an Oscar because Sandra Bullock is a great actress. Lowe Howard did great. John Malkovich is a legend. So yes, an Oscar four out of five. No, 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 no. That's a three out of five, three out of five, three out of five stars. I could, I could agree with you there. Three out of five. Um, and Although you put that title of Wiseau in the categories that I don't think this movie belongs in, um, I wouldn't give it an Oscar because I don't think it breaks any, like... Breaks. It's a cult film. Well, they'll be making movies, or they made jokes about this, it's, it's a pop culture reference. Yeah. I'm not trying to convince you, you're, you're, it's your Yeah, no, I just don't think it uh, brings anything new to the table that we haven't seen time and time again. Okay. Yeah, I'm with you, Peyton. I wouldn't give it a wise though, because I don't think it was a horrible movie. I'm probably about two and a half out of five, just like middle of the pack. I'd say, in, but not an Oscar, maybe like a Screen Actors Guild, like a Golden Globe, maybe. <laughs> I don't think I could give it an Oscar or a wise though. Yeah. I'm at like a 1.5, and the 1.5 stems from, like, you'll have fun watching it with your friends, but don't watch it by yourself. <laughs> no, yeah, don't watch it by yourself because you feel like you just wasted your time. Yeah, that's exactly what you yeah. feel like. This, this is what it is. It's a group movie, you know? This is a movie that everyone can watch at the same time. But, like, what's a movie that you should watch alone? Are you, like, like that, like... Oh, like Donnie Darko. Or, Donnie like, Darko. some kind of, like, mind-bending Memento. Thing. Yeah. Um, there's plenty. Memento, yeah, Memento. Out. That's, like, Christopher Nolan stuff, though. Like, I like yeah. uh, Fear and Loathing, obviously. Fear that's by loathing. yourself, you know? Great movie. But at the same time, you know, you gotta watch something people all enjoy, and that's something that's like freaky and mind bending, and you know that we all like. Bandersnatch is okay to watch with other people. I, I, I don't know why I try to watch that by myself at this time because it was just like oh, like uh, look, you know, having to pick which one goes where, and then we all don't know. Like, but you saw Bandersnatch, and then we talk about the ending, and then we both end up on different endings. It just has the conversation fucked up. So at least with Bird Box, it's all in the same conversation, and we're not all fucked up, you know? Yeah, I, and uh, just to let any, any true fans of the casual film critic know, uh, I kind of messed up. We did watch Bandersnatch with Harrison. We all came to... 
we all came all at once. It was really great. It was amazing. Uh, but uh, the audio got messed up. Doesn't matter what happened. Um, but yeah, I think something with Bandersnatch is it was also mm-hmm. way better in a group. I feel like. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So maybe that's yeah. where yeah. Netflix is moving with this. Well, <laughs> movies are meant to be watched with other people. Just putting that out there. Movies are like an event. You Except know Brazos I mean? videos. Oh sure. yeah, those keep to yourself. But yeah. unless you want to share That's them, <laughs> <laughs> no, I like, hey, man, what, what, what if like some kid like 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 comes up and he's like, "Sir, uh, want to see this cat video I found?" And it's not a cat video. It's like Backdoor Sluts Nine. Like it's not. <laughs> Anyways, but movies like movies are meant to be watched with other people because like by the end of it, you're you're a different person. Like you have a new perspective yeah. on something. I would I would have seen this in theaters with my parents. I would have seen this in the like I feel like you know this should be a thing you could even take to a date to, mm-hmm. you know this is one of those movies where it's just you're looking to fill the seats for it, mm-hmm. you are. Yeah, it's a and safe movie. It's a safe movie, yeah. so that's why I give it three out of five, and uh, yeah, so there you have it. That's Bird Box. Take off your blindfold and uh, put it around your neck uh, to cover said, the hickeys. <laughs> you could have said um, take off your blindfold to watch this movie. But. Take off your blindfold <laughs> to. Uh, to, to watch this movie. Thanks, Harrison. <laughs> Not uh, a anything, problem. Anything else we want to say on this movie? No, uh, sir. Anything else we want to say in general? Guys, you can come see uh, local comedy at uh, Dead Crow, uh, 265 North Front Street at uh, 8 p.m. on a Thursday night. Uh, and it'll be hosted by uh, yours truly, uh, the Prophet Muhammad. Thank you, and uh, thank you for having me, you guys. Yeah, it means it a lot. Pleasure. It's great. Yeah. All right. Uh, and as always, you can follow us on Instagram at Casual Film Critic. Uh, if you have any suggestions or would like to appear on the show yourself, you could send us an email at uh, casualfilmcritic at gmail.com.